Blog Talk Radio.
Welcome, family, to One Love, One Connection, One Us. I am your host, Arlene Cahet, and tonight, um, oh, and there is my husband, King Andre Teasdale, although I think he's experiencing some technical difficulties. But in the meantime, what we're going to do is go ahead and get prayed in. Uh, this is the Lord's Prayer that is sung in Aramaic by Thomas Shalar Walker, and we will be right back.
<laughs> I'm sorry, family. <laughs> <laughs> you unmuted me, but it's okay. yourself, right? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I guess that is funny. <laughs> yes, that is funny, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, I had muted myself, and I'm over here talking to King saying, talking about how his technical difficulties are resolved now, and does he, you know, is he there? And and I'm not getting any type of response, and I'm looking like, hello? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Okay. All right. <laughs> that sounds like we'd be all right, off the board, huh? Uh, yes. We're resolved all across the board. <laughs> all right, so family. So tonight, 
we are going to talk about when you evolve, your relationships evolve. Okay, so it, it took me a minute to come up with a topic for the show, but when I think back, um, I think about three or four weeks ago, there was a person you know, that is a Facebook friend, and she puts up a lot of relationship information, and she puts on various events around around the Baltimore area. And she had asked the question, you know, just, you know, because she's the type of person, <laughs> she's the type of person who what I call dabbles in old vibrations. So she will hook up uh, or she will go back to the people that she's been in relationship with and, and you know, get involved with them again. And, and one of the things that she, you know, she doesn't recommend, she doesn't necessarily recommend that other people do that, but that's something that she does because in her mind, these people have been vetted by her you know they've they've gone through the getting to know you face and there there is there is history there is you know um um a relationship even after they are no longer involved in being boyfriend girlfriend or whatever name she decides to give it but she had put out the question of you know you know, why, why is it? Or, you know, so a lot of you say that you would never get involved with the person that is your ex. And she was like, you know, it just seems to me like there is like unforgiveness there. So I, I sat and I thought about that for a moment. And, um, I I can honestly say that I wouldn't, you know, the person that I am now would never go back to the person that I had been involved with, you know, prior to meeting um, my beloved hubby that I'm married to now. And it had nothing to do with a dislike or hate of the person, but the person who picked that gentleman as a mate was 20 something and i had gone through so much i had gone through such a challenge and a struggle within the relationship and then afterwards i continued to go through like this evolutionary process and the person that i am now would never even consider you know he wouldn't even qualify for a date <laughs> the way you know he wouldn't have <laughs> I mean you know I, I had gone through this evolution of saying I was like you know that was the pick of the 20 something year old that I was back in the day but the 40 something year old person's like uh no no you got you got too much going on here you you know you they're just I'm just saying they, the person that I was, w- w- the person that I was, picked that person and the person that I am now 
you know, would not even pick that pick that person. But what happened was that when even within the relationship, I was going through my evolution and my change, and and for the most part, he appeared to be staying the same way, and I was, you know, I had to come to the I had come to the conclusion that. I either had to accept it for what it was if I was to stay in the relationship or I could leave the relationship and attempt to be happy because I was in a place of actually suffering and I don't believe that the creator put me on the planet to suffer. I'm just saying. <laughs> but the the thing that I, what I will share is that when you are in your evolution, especially if you are a person who is aiming to make yourself better, to be better, to think differently, to to draw in things that you had not um, that you did not necessarily grow up with, you are you know the the person that you are becoming and changing into is going to cause a lot of ripples and waves around with the people who are around you. I'm just saying there are, I mean, if you talk to people who are, who are in the entertainment industry, like the Jay-Z from like 20 or 30 years ago is no longer the Jay-Z that's, you know, married to Beyonce. And there were things that he did to go through this evolution and change. And people, I think I had heard someplace that he had said, you know, people, people who knew him from back in the day said that he changed. And he was like, all of this work, you know, what are you talking about? All of this work that I did to to get where I am now, of course, you know, I, of course I changed. You know, I couldn't stay and be the same person that I was back in the day when you knew me because, you know, I I had my eye on a certain type of prize that I wanted to attain. So there are going to be people who are going to be challenged by it. There are going to be people, going to be people who um going who are going to cheer you on and who are going to be there what you will find is like your true friends will will remain <laughs> and some people may fall away or some pe- some people's behavior will change because you've changed but you know i i think um the late jack bolin he was one of he was like one of my primary uh teachers in new thought and one of the things that i recall him saying was that when you are in relationship and if you find that things are remaining the same um or that you keep attracting the same person or same type person the one factor in there that is the continuing constant is you. So, you know, in order for you to have a different type of experience, you have got to evolve. 
But anyway, I know I've I've kind of chatted for a moment here, and I believe my beloved hubby would probably want to say something. You got anything for us? You know I always got something in the pot stewing because I be cooking Mm -hmm. like that. And the flavors that I got, you know what I'm saying? It's like you can sip on it a little bit, but don't take it too fast because it's still hot. You don't want to burn your tongue. (laughs) So we are talking about how people change around you when you start to evolve. I'm glad we've come to this topic because so many things are circulating in my head and I'm going to put them together the best I can, but from what you have just shared of the girlfriend that you know and the way she chose to go back to a uh, relationship that she was once in, a lot of people do that, and I think they do that because, not only because of the reasons you brought forth, but because of the fear of stepping into something that they're unfamiliar with. People are habitually designed to be more comfortable with what they're familiar with than that which is unfamiliar. That comfort place in their mind is a conditioned mindset that they have. And sometimes in reflecting on the good things, I believe a person who has been in a relationship with another person after separation starts to reflect back on the things that they remembered that were good. And they start to gravitate back to that person because they closed the door to all the negative stuff because they have been separated for such a period of time to where the negativity kind of just fell off, if you will. And they didn't remember what that was. But when they get back into the relationship, the other person reminds them of the stuff that they were experiencing and then the words come out their mouth, you haven't changed. <laughs> but I think that's funny because the only constant in life is change, period. The thing that we need to get ourselves used to is to get ourselves used to change. You want me to bring some clarity to okay. that, or are you okay? <laughs> no, no. Um, I I agree that the one constant thing is change, and I know that people are reluctant to do so. But you know, one of the things that's really fascinating is that, scientifically speaking, that that every year we produce a completely different new body. 
Um, it's just that we have uh, a sense of compulsory thinking that causes us to keep experiencing the same things that we experience. Now, um, Dr. Joe Dispenza talks a great deal about that in in-depth detail in the books, um, you know, um, Becoming Supernatural, and I think one is called Evolve Your Brain, um, Evolving Your Brain, or, or Overcoming the Habit of be, uh, Being Yourself. And so... You still there? You're not there. Uh-uh. I will share that. It is all sort of because your vibration is different than you. Hello, you are, can you hear me? You are phasing in and out. I don't know why you're phasing in and out. Okay. Let us try something here. Well, I'll 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 come in real quick with with this. There's a comment I have written here that reflects back on what we were talking about earlier, where people will enter into a familiar relationship. And what I find interesting about that is there are some people who have unresolved emotions that are attached to relationships that they were once in. And instead of having the transformation, which is the change that is necessary for them to move fo- to move forward, to move on, they are dealing with unresolved, an unresolved transformation. And an unresolved transformation is actually deformation. And you come to find yourself becoming uncomfortable with a relationship because it is not the proper relationship for you. Okay. okay I hear some background noise back there with you. I, I gather you work <laughs> things out. Yeah, I, I found another solution. Okay. okay. So um, it, uh, a and was there anything that you heard me? I mean, I know I went in and out, but did you hear me talk about Joe Dispenza? Yeah, you said the um, Becoming Supernatural book and the Overcoming Yourself. And then yeah, after okay. you had made those comments, then you started phasing in and out. Okay. So uh, what I was saying was that it, that it may seem unrelated, but but here is the connection. So in, the, in, the, in those books, it talks about how thinking differently, uh, I, you know, that you, when you begin to think differently, then you, you start having a different type of emotional response. And because you're having a different emotional response, you send out a different type of vibration. Now, he never really talks about vibration as much as we do, um, but he looks for the scientific evidence to actually back up um, 
that explain, uh, you know, the the things that he shares and the things that he talks about, and a lot of the things that are that he talks about really are geared towards um, the physical healing of the body. But all of it is interrelated because when you start sending out a different emotional vibration, then you begin to attract a different type of person, and those people who are not uh, in alignment with that, who were in your experience or who are in your experience now will start to respond differently to you because you are a different a different uh, being than you were before, uh, before the change of thought and the change of emotion and, and uh, the habitual state of being. Now, one of the things that's really interesting about that process is that it can be it can be challenging to change. And a larger part of the reason why it's challenging to change is because your mind is sort of is wired to wired and addicted to the old pattern. And so when people talk about, oh, it's so it's hard to change. It's you know it's it's like difficult. Why is it so difficult? Why am I why am I still experiencing this? Well, you have to get yourself into a pattern and a rhythm of actually, you know, thinking differently, feeling differently, and and be in a state of thinking and feeling differently and getting yourself more acclimated to those thoughts and those feelings because it takes a while for your body to overcome its addiction to that other state of being that you may may find less des- less desirable. Um, um, I think here I'd like to say, and it's interesting because you have to be careful with the the words that people use, and I understand exactly what you're saying. And a lot of people use this terminology in this manner, but it's not so much it's hard to change. It's more along the lines of it is ourselves who are actually resisting change. It's almost like an alcoholic uh, having an addiction. And because they're so acclimated to the addiction and their body has become acclimated to the drug, if you will, the feeling, the everything that's associated with the habit. Instead of changing, they stay stuck. And instead of resisting the alcohol that is constantly changing the body in and of itself, sometimes in such a negative way to where they end up with cirrhosis of the liver, um, they end up having uh, uh, seizures, all sorts of biological transformations that occur. The mindset gets clocked and stuck and they can't move into the flow of the change that the universe has for them 
so they get stuck in the stubbornness of wanting things to remain the same because of the conditioned mindset that allows us to accept being comfortable with a familiar instead of being able to embrace change as we all should because change is the only constant. Okay, okay. All right, so maybe, uh, okay. And and I will qualify this and say that um, Dr. Joe, Dr. Joe Dispenza actually specializes in getting people conditioned more quickly um, on how to change. Um, because the I, I think that one of the people, things that people should know is that when you really begin to understand how the inner workings of how people operate and people work, uh, it is easier to, it is easier to change. And you, you do start doing the things that are habitual that will lead you in the direction of, uh, that will lead you in the direction of <laughs> evolving yourself to who it, who and what it is that you are desiring to be. Now, the thing is, is that there are some people who are comfortable with you being the way you are because you at the level that you may be at now, may actually serve some type of emotional purpose for them. And so some of the things that you may may actually hear from people, and this is this is referring to those people who are resistant to your evolving, which is, you know, they will tell you, you know, you should play it safe or or you should be happy with what you want, or they tell that you tell you that you've changed. Uh, however, growth means stepping beyond that place of where you were, where you were when you initially met them, and you will you will find that those people who are for you will, you know, will stay and support your evolution. And then there will be people who are unwilling to make that transformation. And so your the people that you get in contact with changes. Uh, like, say, for instance, all right, so one of the things that I want to do or what I I am doing is I am cultivating a uh, cultivating um, uh, or we are cultivating businesses that will allow us to be economically, you know, independent of having to work. So I became a part of a group that specifically works on feminine wealth. And there are things 
that, uh, you know, through the mentorship that I am participating in, I I go ahead and I, I take those action steps that are recommended by the group so that, you know, so that I can push forward, so that I can move forward, and they are my support system for that. Like, I I literally, when I was in a place of being ready and receptive to making that change, the group popped up. Uh, I, and then to get the mentorship, that was a paid aspect of it because I, I was already aware that that in order for for me to evolve, that I would really need to be surrounded by people who are evolving themselves. That that will that will cheer those things on. Now there are certain friends of mine. There are certain friends of mine who I won't share the information with because not that. You know, not that they would totally poo-poo the idea or the things that we have to, that the people have to share, but they are not at the same place um, where I am with the evolution because this is something that she, she is continuing to work on those things that she's desiring to work on. And, and I don't, I've recognized that I can't always share my wins with her because she's always got some kind of, you know, um, know, what you could say, sarcastic remark to add when when I get really excited about what my wins are. Um. And you will you will find that the way you deal with certain people will change when you start that place of your own evolution. Anything to add, honey? I think it's important for people to recognize that change is designed to allow the opportunity to adjust to a proper relationships. And change is the most valuable aspect of the divine order that we have available to us. We have been conditioned to believe that change is something outside of what is divinely ordained. I remember after being away from my first marriage family interaction and the relationships of which I've had with those members of that family, I reflected back on my own self and how after like 10 years I see the children of my ex-wife's sister and brothers, and these children have changed. And I'm looking at them like, wow, you don't look nothing like you did 10 years ago. 
And that's what was reflected, even though I didn't say that. But if a child does not change in 10 years from what they look like at the age of 7 to the age of 17, something's wrong. Um, it was well over, well over seven years between the time in which I had seen the children last. And when I look back on that, I was saying to myself, you know, you must have looked like an idiot because some of these children were in their 20s, but they weren't in their 20s when I last saw them. So... I think we have to understand that to relate properly in relationships, we need to recognize change as being an integral aspect of what relationships are. When I spoke earlier about the relationship that one may have and they are familiar with certain behavioral patterns of an individual, they look back and they reflect on the good times, and they don't remember the bad times. But because they're familiar with that individual, they go back into that relationship. Well, the interesting thing about it is we can do the very same thing in the current relationships that we're in by focusing on the positive things of the individuals in which we're with and pretty much ignoring any inkling that something is wrong to the extent that you are dissolving the mindset of fault because fault finding is really satanic. It is a ploy of your adversary to work negativity into your life. When that happens, you do not appreciate or understand the gratitude of what change is for you. I like to say that all things happen in accordance to what brings forth the future you need. And I'm going to say that again. All things happen in your life in accordance to what brings forth the future you need. Divine operation, the universe, conspires to give you the best that life has to offer. You either accept it or reject it by either resisting change or being too stubborn to recognize the need for change or being so conditioned into a mindset that you refuse to let go of because 
you have been pre-programmed to stay in a relationship where somebody is violent, abusive, or any negative traits that you should not identify with as being a part of your life. But you should recognize that you deserve better. So if that person doesn't choose to change who they are in regards to who you are and your changing and your evolution and your evolving, then that's a relationship that needs to dissolve because you have come to the place of recognizing you are in an improper relationship. Proper relationships are key for spiritual growth and development. Okay. <laughs> All right. So we are going to take a quick music break and we will be right back.
one step so deaf, so right, go left, and do it to a right away. I'm talking to all of my leaders, we should just powwow when all of us meet us. And fight for each other, not one another. And when we talk, be nice to each other. Be cordial, be glad, be happy, not sad. Stay in your bag, and all of my bangers that bang with they flag. Whether crip or blood, be good to each other. Be good to each other. And la rasa, mi casa su casa. On and on, love that we give and keeps rolling on, rolling on. Hey, be different. It just, it's very bouncy, and I play it quite often when I'm in the vehicle. <laughs> so we are we are back, um, and we've been talking about when you evolve, your relationships evolve. And when we say this, we mean that all of your relationships evolve. Now, I know that. Um, we have really talked about, um, you know, relationship relationships like intimate relationships where people who are involved with each other and how they change. But here's what I will share. All right. So on the positive aspect of you you evolving and your relationship evolving is that because you are in the process of developing yourself and growing and changing, that it can have a positive effect on a relationship in the sense that the person who is your your intimate partner will go through their evolution and change as well because as you learn uh, things that are new and progressive and expansive and that improve upon the relationship or just improve upon yourself. The other person in is sort of in tandem um, evolving as well and in ways that they may not fully recognize or maybe they do recognize it and, and then they will say something like, you know, I'm changing. And I don't, I'm not sure about how I'm feeling about it, but because the relationship in and of itself is has its own energy and it has its own uh, beingness and uh, entity, that that there is there is a quickening of the energy between the individuals and because one is evolving the other has to evolve as well now it can go in the other direction um in which one person is evolving and changing or doing things to develop themselves and the other person may say something like why are you doing that you know you know Aren't you secure in who you are right now? <laughs> you know, it, that is a sort of a, a 
sort of a telltale sign that, you know, things you may have a challenging road ahead and that you that if you don't if you're a person that does not necessarily want to uh discard the relationship then it would probably be in your best interest to go seek out counseling because your evolution and your change will challenge the other person uh i recall one time when in my previous marriage where I was listening in on a group that was geared towards helping women and and them changing and I was just listening in and the person that I was married to at the time, you know, came in yelling and screaming at me because I was talking to uh, individuals that I don't know. I, I mean, I I was just listening in, um, but it, he made such a big production out of it that I actually got off of the call and just like you know was looking at him like he had just lost his mind. But um, but I I just wanted to put that out there. Uh, so that people understand that that your evolution will have an impact on all aspects of your life, even your intimate relationships, and and to just bring that into your consciousness and awareness. Is there anything else you want to share, honey? Yeah, I um think it's interesting that people. do not recognize the factors that affect evolution, change, and transformation. Like I was saying earlier, unresolved transformation is actually deformation. And people become deformed, not being who they should be or who they were purposed to be because of one may actually say environmental influences so you have people who come from various cultures who have experienced certain behaviors from others in their lives from their environment that they carry with them and some of these people we sometimes call broken um, confused and all sorts of labels we put on them but environment consists of all the mental spiritual and physical forces which affect and influence human beings. So as you was bringing up the situation of your ex coming into the room with that energy, that energy is probably an energy that came 
with him as a package from an environment that he grew up in and was influenced by. And with that being an attachment on him, he expressed that behavior and transforms the environment that he's in because of the influence of the culture and or environment that he was conditioned to accept. The interesting thing about this thing is that the influence of the mental, spiritual, and physical forces weigh very heavily on individuals. Thoughts are fed to all of us. And these thoughts come from one's environment. And it can get to be kind of heady when you really look into it from where I am with this. But there are relationships that we all have to experience in life that are intended to influence the course of our lives by the decisions that we make while we are in those relationships. Prime example, if I didn't make a decision to get out of the relationship that I was in before, I would have never met you. And that was a difficult decision for me to make because I was conditioning myself to be comfortable with that condition and environment, which really was not a fit for me because it was not a proper relationship. And that's not to discount the relationship. That is to express how important it is to recognize that all things happen in accordance to what brings forth the future we need. I would not have been able to be in this future or the future to come, as one may say, if I allowed myself to stay in the relationship previously because that relationship did not want me to be an open expression in the community um, because of jealousy, because of uh, insecurities. And I guess in a sense that person wanted to hog me up to herself and nobody else. I mean, so much so to wear, unfortunately, but it's true. When holidays came along, she would prefer to actually leave town. So I was not home during holidays to interact with family. Um, There was no way we were actually going to go to family reunions um, and have an interaction with family itself because the environment that that individual had came come from 
was an environment that was more isolated than what I'm most accustomed to. But I tend to have been a person that will acclimate myself to the need of the person who I am with, even if that is uncomfortable for myself. People have to recognize this and identify what is best for them for their growth and development because spiritual evolution is an interesting term. Spirit, you all, is the word we're looking at when we see spiritual. So each of us is a part of spirit. And spirit, you all, encompasses all of us as spiritual beings. If we collectively do not evolve, then all of us are not evolving, and we stagnate the evolutionary process of the collective. So I implore you all to focus and identifying that you must get yourself used to change because change is the only constant in the world. Do not allow yourself to resist change when change is for the greater good. So look at it from the mindset of evolving and transforming into the better person that you have been destined to become because it's impossible for you to remain as you are right now. Your body won't do that. The cells of your body are constantly changing. And by the time this time comes around next year, nearly every cell in your body has been replaced. The funny part is, is you didn't recognize it. But Dr. Dispenza will be more than happy to share that information with you. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I, I am grateful that I am exploring a book called Outwitting the Devil, uh, something that was written by Napoleon Hill, Hill, Napoleon Hill back in the 1930s. And what's amazing about it is in that book, there is a conversation about proper relationships and improper relationships and how there's a manipulative mechanism to force people to stay in improper relationships because it will hinder you from gaining what divine intelligence desires for you most. But I think we probably need to close the program down because I'm about to go into a totally different world. (laughs) (laughs) And we can do that. And we can do that. Um, (laughs) 
<laughs> I can't help it. Well, we want to thank you all for joining. <laughs> we want to thank you all for joining us this evening. Um, um, and and know that uh, we we share what we share out of our deep love for humanity and our yeah. desire to see people, you know, live and be better and live happy lives and and be, you know, bring their godhood and their godship down here on the planet <laughs> yeah. and, and to yeah. live. I just want yeah. to add here. We were talking earlier. Um, this is this is the. I guess we're making an announcement now because the future is where we're what we're after. We are working on developing a curriculum, a program called Attaining Mastery of Living Awareness, because we're noticing that in this society in which we live, people aren't loving people like they are to. And love is a very important, integral part of living life. And it has so many facets that are missed in a lot of coaching programs and a lot of things of which others will share with you. But because of the depths of which I cannot help but jump into. Uh, it's just, I'm stuck. I can't help it. It's going to happen. That's just the way it is. And it's a good thing. But I can't keep all this stuff to myself. And we have uh, at least four people who will be assisting me so that I don't go too far out in the space and they will be helping with the <laughs> curriculum. <laughs> so we'll have some variation and and, uh, and and things that will will be uh appealing to all audiences. So it's going to be called attaining mastery of living awareness because to live life you need to master how to live it and you need to be aware of what you need to do in order to live life to the fullest to live your best life in love as love because we love you but I'm going to give the mic back to my beloved wife Arlene because I think I just snatched it out of her hand and (laughs) she's like "Uh, uh, um, I think we was closing the show Okay, family. So we we're gonna ca- call it uh, a night. I actually have to get on another call to do do some prayers for the world. So, but we love you. We bless you. We appreciate you. We thank God for you, and we know that wherever you are, God is. Uh, sure. I I will see you tomorrow, and I guess King will see you next week. Ah, uh, say. Namaste. Namaste, family.
king, you know it. King already, already, you know it. Stop everything, everything, you know it. King already, already, you know it. My body soul got a king body. Body gon' shine, bling, bling, body. Calling all the shots, ring, ring, body. Crown on your head, got a king body. Still live the king, you a king, you know it. King already, my baby, you know it. Stop everything, everything, you know it. King already, already, you know it. Shine already, it's time already. I shine already, it's time already. Shine already, it's time already. Everything, everything you 